Hey everybody, it's Nolan North, you know, Nathan Drake from Uncharted, and you're listening to the Geek Apocalypse Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to the latest episode of the Geek Apocalypse Podcast. It only seems like an hour ago that I was doing an introduction. Maybe because that's true if you listen to the last one. Uh, welcome to the latest episode uh, of the podcast. Uh, and this one is, as I mentioned in the last episode, is with David Kinsbury, um, who is the personal trainer of the legendary Hugh Jackman, which obviously leads to us talking about X-Men and the films. He also uh, trained Michael Fassbender for the next uh, Assassin's Creed film. Um, and also Chris Helmsworth in The Huntsman, or was it the Snow White? Maybe it was, I think it was the Snow White film, uh, if memory serves. So yeah, so he talks about working at Pinewood Studios because he essentially got a, a, an opportunity to, to do a gym there. And we talk about how he ended up meeting Hugh Jackman, which is a funny story, uh, very similar to some of my experience being starstruck and put in situations where, like, 50 minutes later, oh, you're going to meet this person, oh my god, so, very, very funny, um, he was super, super nice, and obviously because he is a personal trainer, um, I guess, a, you know, an entre- entrepreneur, he does a whole host of things within that field, obviously we talk about fitness, which is really, really interesting, um, and obviously, um, which which makes sense considering you know if we you know are essentially you know geeky in that sense that you know it's nice to kind of know what to maybe do and uh, the pre the misconceptions sometimes if we we talk a little bit about and um, you know just doing something is better than nothing and and it was interesting as uh, someone who used to be fit I mean one of the things that I found really like interesting was that. Uh, and surprising was that he used to be into football probably just as much as I was and told me about a knee problem that I had for ages and I didn't realise it was the name of it so he, he gave me the official scientific name I used to call it locked knees where basically I couldn't move my leg for a period of time so it sounds like we had the same problem so um, it's just really really interesting and you know I feel that I you know I'm not a you know I'm not a regular gym goer but like it was interesting and to you know, the choices people make is one of the reasons I do this podcast, so it was really exciting. Obviously, we talk about all the films and all the people he's worked with and and how he ended up, you know, starting a business, and, and it's good advice for people who are maybe interested in running a business, because that's obviously something I share with uh, with David. So it was a huge thank you to Gary Pollard for uh, recommending uh, David to be on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. If you're interested in doing some online stuff, with David, um, he has a website which is www.davidkinsbury.co.uk, and you can ha- find out all the stuff that he's worked on. Obviously, you have to listen to his vodkas, obviously, and he could do some online courses and whatnot if that so interests you. Huge thank you to David. As I say, I'm going to do a solo podcast uh, and also Gunnar Roxon's the next one up in terms of guests, as well as Richard Kirby and a few others. But I'll talk to you about that next episode. But huge thank you to David. Uh, please do look out, check out his website and various other things. Uh, but enjoy this episode. Really, really fun with David Kingsbury, personal trainer, Hugh Jackman. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Am I too 
in the odd, uh, the odd curveball, um, if that's okay, like just random stuff that I'm interested in, but I have a very yeah. interesting interview style technique, so um, we'll go from there. That sounds cool. Perfect. Right, so just to let you know I'm recording from this point on. Yeah. Um, I'll just find a natural point to stop accordingly. So, um, so like to, to edit when to start. So yeah, we might not. You might not hear this bit because I'm usually like bad at starting. But once I start, I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah, all so good. good. It's all good. It's all pre-recorded, yeah, yeah. so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. So, hi everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of the Geek Apocalypse podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. And obviously, my name is Stephen Hesse. For those that haven't listened before, and I'm delighted to say. Uh, someone who um, just provides context we've been trying to get on the podcast for a fair while now uh, and for various reasons like it's um, I'd say we'll take both responsibility in that we kept trying to um, get a, a, a schedule that both fitted both of us and then for whatever reason we couldn't make it then he couldn't make it so finally after about a month of trying I'm delighted to welcome David Kinsbury hello sir hello how are you doing I'm all right man how are you yeah, very good. Thanks. No, I, I know it's been a it's been a bit of a difficult task, but it's uh, it'll be worth it. It'll be well worth it. <laughs> I totally will be, and I'm really really excited. Like, um, obviously, when I first um, mentioned we should give a shout out to Gary Pollard who recommended you, and um, I um, looked at your stuff, and I was really really keen because obviously, as we'll hear when the people who are listening to this will know that um, being that we have a geeky tint of our show, that obviously the yeah. stuff you've been involved in. Um, which oh yeah, de- definitely. It's 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 you know. Comic, you know, comic book films, all those kind of things. It's it's kind of the perfect the perfect topic, really. Mm-hmm. No, totally, and I think that's probably a good place to start because obviously we'll be spending a huge amount of time talking about the fact that you have like a fitness. Would you say like? Because actually, what intrigued me? What would you like to go by? I mean, because you seem to be like a jack of all trades. Would that be fair? Yeah, <laughs> so, I think that is quite fair. Yeah, like so if I say you know, fitness I, trainer or something, would that be all right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, fitness guy, fitness trainer. And it, yeah, I, I, I get. I get asked a lot what I do um, for a living, mm-hmm. and it's it isn't a simple answer anymore, really. You know, it is it is lots of different things, but um, you know, I, I think primarily now I run a bit. You know, I run a business, right? Yeah, so exactly. that's 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 the main thing. It is it just happens to be a, a personal training and and fitness uh, fitness uh, business, uh, yeah. you know. And um, but you know, I've certainly feel that it's progressed from me as a trainer, you know, to me running running a business, which is it's been a big, you know good transition. Exactly, and uh, I mean, it's funny, I think that's something we both share, because although, you know, I'm primarily known for doing this podcast and various other things, like, outside of what I do as a job, but um, yeah. I always find myself saying, like, entrepreneur, because if I don't, when you say, like, freelancer or self-employed, it still makes people go, I'm not quite sure what that means, so. Yeah, um, no, I know. No, I, I get it, because, you know, sometimes if I don't really want to go too far into it, yes. you know, what I do, people, you know, because it, it, can, it can turn into a quite a long conversation, so, <laughs> exactly, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll say, I'm a fitness trainer, you know, and, and I'll, I'll leave it at that, whereas, you know, then they say, oh, you know, what kind of people do you train, and, and then it might go, you know, get into the the film route or the online training route or whatever so sometimes it's easy just to be a fitness trainer you know yeah exactly and uh, I mean the, you, you don't necessarily have like an hour like you do now or so on a podcast no. to, kind of go into detail, so <laughs> to explain like, it all yeah, yeah well yeah because uh, uh, immediately after you go into the fitness thing then you get the question so you know what's the best exercise for this or what's the best food for this so <laughs> you know yeah there's always they're always you know once you once you let people know that's what you do they're, they're very common questions you get that's interesting so like just because that intrigues me um so if someone comes up to you like is it hard for you to like sort of give a free pointers and stuff considering well, you know you're like you, pay, you get paid to do it <laughs> you know, that's quite difficult it, i mean so i like i've always i've always tried you know 
I've always been generous, right? So I, I've always given away a lot of free information because I just feel that that's a, you know, it's a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I get paid for what I do. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so therefore, you know, give away some free information too to help people with their fitness. And if, you know, I think I find that that way, if you give, if you give away some deep, you know, if you give people quality free information, when they want to take things to the next level and actually have someone to support them, mm-hmm. then obviously you, you'd be their you'd be their first first choice, you know, yeah. because you're 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 someone that's already supporting them with with you know free information. So, you know, it, it's it's a bonus for the business. But even before I was running this as a business, I used to give away tons of stuff for free, and people were like, why are you giving that away for free? But it just felt like the right thing for me to do. Yeah. Um, these days, it's a little bit harder because I've become I've, I've got a very kind of you know, there's a there's a there's a real method to the way my training is delivered, the food is delivered, and everything like that. So there aren't really simple answers anymore uh, to a lot of the questions. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that they are they're kind of you know, someone will say, oh, you know, what's the best exercise for this? And that, I'll have to come back with them with thirty questions to find out what they actually mean, or, or how actually I can you know how I actually can answer that question because you know it ultimately it's very difficult to to keep those. Um, it's very difficult to keep the answers simple when you've yeah. got so much information flying. But yeah, with with all the information running around in, in your mind, it's, it's it becomes quite difficult to answer those questions, you know, in, in a very simple answer. It's, yes. it's, mu- it's it's much easier for me to say, look, leave it with me, and I'll go away with it, work on it for a few hours, and then present it back. You know, it's it, there is much more of a process to it now. Yeah. Because um, okay, great. So then, what I what I asked you afterwards is what yeah. intrig- what intrigued me about that was. The fact that were you kind of leading towards that there's more into it in terms of it's not just one thing about, you know, doing fitness because, you know, if you look on your website, there's more things about fitness, like there's nutrition and there's how often yeah. you exercise and Absolutely. a whole host of other things. So, like, yeah, say, yeah, so like, just to give you an example, say I say, like, I've got a bad hip or something. Mm. It's not as simple as you to go, oh, he has what you do because it's all based no. on, like, an individual's lifestyle and stuff. Would that be fair? One, yeah, 100%. And, and that, 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 that kind of example you gave there is, is, is actually a per- perfect representation to anything, really, in, okay. in, in the sense of how custom that is. So, you know, if, some, if someone sort of says, oh, you know, I want to I lose weight, then, again, there's, there's, there's factors you need to take into account. Mm-hmm. Age, gender, height, weight, activity levels, you know, yep. um, current calories, current exercise levels, all of these kind of things that, um, you know, that, that, really, that really kind of summarize, you know, summarize that person and sum yeah. up exactly what that person needs, you know. Yeah, exactly, yeah. That's interesting. So what would you say um, is the... Cause when I was uh, in the build-up to this interview, I was thinking about, like, oh, what what could be an interesting stuff to ask? And one of the things I think that's always fascinating, and I'm sure you get a lot of within your industry, is that, you know, if someone says, like, you know, the example you just gave is the perfect one, I'd like to be fitter or I'd like to lose yeah. weight, kind of kind of generalistic terms. But what and, and I'm kind of more interested in the fact of the excuses that you hear and, like, what is the kind of bigger problem? Because I imagine the most common one now as... Uh, you know, there's more stuff to distract you and accept yeah. is that, you know, I guess the most common example I hear from myself and from friends I know and even people I, you know, I bump into, you know, if they talk about that kind of thing is that they don't have time. To, yeah, to absolutely. Say what? Yeah, so time is, 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 the, is the biggest restraint um, that people will present as a, as a reason to not, um, you know, lose weight or, or be healthy yes. or to, you know, to exercise. But, for, depending on someone's goals, the actual requirement for hours of training is, is very low, you know, in terms to deliver the results. So when you, when you look at their, their breakdown, for a start, you will you will find some time in there that they will be able to do some exercise because, you know, a lot of people 
I think one of the one of the main one of the main problems is that people will look at everything. So they'll look at the best the best exercise plans, the best food plans, the most comprehensive training guides, the most comprehensive food plans, and it will be far too much, right? So there's mm-hmm. way too much information, way too many hours exercise, way too much food prep time. When really that is a barrier, you know, to entry for them. The yeah. truth is, if they just started with 15 minutes you know, 20, 20 minutes of exercise. If they just started by making a few food swaps and a few better choices, there's no added time there. That is just, it's just a case of making that first commitment. And that's, yeah. that's the biggest, the biggest hurdle is that first hurdle. So what, you know, it's, it's actually saying, actually, you know what? My, my training plan isn't going to be perfect. My food plan isn't going to be perfect, but it doesn't need to be. I just need to get started and I just need to be consistent with it. Yeah. And that's, that's really the key, you know, joining it's addressing that as a problem. Yeah, that's that's really that's fascinating. I didn't really that that I think that's so true. As someone who like you know, I've had various days of being fit and I'm sort of in a decent shape right now. But it's like something where yeah, if you see like the I don't know, like say for example, you see like 13 steps or eight steps or something, mm. you find yourself looking at the final step, going, "What do I need to do? What like how much am I gonna um, spend time wise to yeah. get to that level?" And your exactly. point is start from step one and yeah. Don't, don't skip ahead. It's yeah, like, exactly. Because people, you know, yeah, people will say, "Oh, you know, I don't, I, I don't have time to go to the gym for an hour every day." Yeah. But the truth is, you don't need to. You know, yeah. you, you can you can train at home. You know, for most people, they can train at home in twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. So you know, to get to a certain point, you know, and then uh, so like you, exactly what you said, people are worrying about those last steps before they've taken their first steps. Yeah, yeah. Which is you know that's and that's that barrier to entry that I talked about. Yeah. Um, do you think then is it fair to say because I've also hear I've also heard this and I know. That in my well, from what I read that this is this is not true. But like some people also say, oh, I've only got like ten fifteen minutes before I go to work or something. Um, yeah, would, you, yeah. would you say that you know even if you don't do as much as you're expected to do, it's better to do something than nothing? Absolutely, yeah. So you know you can get a lot done in a short amount short amount of time if you know if possible. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know if if you give yourself that time, essentially, you know. So you know if you give yourself fifteen minutes and you do a hard circuit for the full fifteen minutes then that was well worth doing. Yeah. It was well worth doing. Um, because also it's going to help you just to set that positive pattern then for the day. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, giving the morning example, if someone does a 15-minute cir- circuit hard in the morning, the, the the likelihood of them then, you know, uh, not eating healthy is, 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 is reduced because they've, they've set themselves up to be in that positive in that positive healthy mindset for the day. So yeah. it, has a, it has a massive impact on... Um, you know, on, on their food for the day, which is the primary, you know, primary concern for most people when they're trying to get in shape is, yeah. is eating the right stuff to do so and, and eating the right things so they're not overweight. Yeah, that's, that makes perfect sense. So, I mean, as we're heading into this, it makes sense to sort of talk about now, like, because obviously, you know, you, you've given up so far on what we've been talking about that you're, you're obviously very into, into it and, you know, an expert in this. So, like, when did this, uh, like, sort of, you know passion and joy for fitness come into your life like when did it start yeah so for me i as a as a you know as a, a child i played a lot of sports so i played football for a premiership academy um nice. i i cycled to a very high you know standard you know road cycling and track cycling so i won national medals as a junior in cycling Great. and so i was just like completely obsessed with sport and fitness and then that kind of transitioned into sports performance a little bit so when i was you know, cy- like endurance sports like cycling, the, the training uh, principles behind it mm-hmm. are really, com- you know, they're very complex and they're very detailed. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I, I became really interested in my own training. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was, I was, you know, I was sitting, I'd plan my training sessions and all these kind of things. I mean, at the time, they, they, they were 
probably terrible, but it was just, it was that initial, initial kind of really wanting to learn how I could get the most out of my body for, for the different sports. Yeah. And it was that I was, I was kind of intrigued to see how, how I could, how I could push my body to, to do different things. Yeah. And so that was kind of, that was kind of the first step into it for me was, you know, pl- you know, planning my training like that. And then very soon after, I, you know, I qualified as a personal trainer when I was 17, 18. So, you know, I, I qualified quite early as a, as a trainer. Yeah. And um, I've been, you know, I haven't done anything since then apart from be a trainer, you know. Yeah, yeah. Which kind of shows you into it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, they're, they're obviously, like, when I started my own business and stuff, it's, yeah. it's hard, right? Running your own business is really stressful. Yep. It's really hard, especially... You know, I I started my personal training business when I was 21, okay. and I I didn't know anything about running a business. I knew nothing, yeah. um, and I I made a huge amount of mistakes. Things like tax and things like you know these kind of things, where it's like you just think, you know what? Maybe I should just go get a job, you know, yeah, because yeah, yeah. the, pre- the pre- this this pressure is is too much. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, it, there you know, so there were obviously times where I was like, you know what? Maybe I should do something else. But I'm so glad that I didn't. You know, I'm so glad I stuck at it and just kept yeah, doing yeah. it. Um, I mean, was like, what what was the um, the ultimate reason for you to go into business for yourself? Because it seems like because you said you got you did it at twenty one. So if you were yeah. a personal trainer from eighteen, were you like working for other people before? That? Yeah. So yeah, in that time, I worked um, at a couple, a few different gyms, and also a private personal training studio. Yeah. Um, and I've been in Thailand for like eighteen months doing uh, Thai boxing and uh, boxing right. camp and stuff like this. So I've been I, I kind of experience you know experience working for other people, working in other environments. But even even before I did my personal training course, I'd I'd already had a few failed um, businesses by then. You know, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when I was cycling, for example, I, I used to buy and sell cycling equ- uh, equipment and, and these kind of things. So I think there was just that entrepreneurial um, ambition. That was that. That was even before the fitness ambition, you know. So yeah, yeah. Um, I tried, you know, I, even before I knew I wanted to do fitness, I, I knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I guess. Yeah. Well, then also the the advantage of doing that is is like the best way of learning is to fail dramatically. So yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 You, you, you know, I, I learned a lot. You know, in in, in a short, in, in, you know, in a very short space of time, of what not to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Which was really which was really useful. We have set, like just as you were talking there, people who obviously listen to this regularly know that we have very similar parallels in terms of I was into I I played football to a very high level and yeah and stuff like that. So that's like, quite interesting. And obviously, yeah, I run yeah. a business. I run a business yeah. as well. So like, I totally get the because um, when I would say I was like involved in fit- fitness because you have to be is when I was doing football like six times, yeah. six times a week because you do like Absolutely. you do your Sunday league oh, yeah. team and your yeah. school team and then you, yeah exactly I used to do exactly the same. So, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I had the Sunday league, I had the school, and then I had the academy. So it was like, yeah, yeah. you know, feel sorry for my parents. It was like six days a week I was playing football. You know, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and like traveling down the country for games. Everywhere. And stuff. Yeah, no, Everywhere, all over the place. Yeah, yeah. it's very, very tough. Like what, um, uh, uh, I'll not mention like how, why I stopped doing football, but like I'm just intrigued to know like, did you, why did you stop? Um, so I, I had some trouble with my knee. So I had this thing called Osgood Slater. So it's like a, it's, um, it's really common in, in growing, in growing people, growing boys especially. And it's yes. essentially where there's, you know, there's, um, there's sort of pain and, and a bone development under the patella, which it causes a lot of discomfort. And so I, I got to a point where I couldn't kick a football, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. and, you know, I, it was, it just, it just, you know, this was, I was only like 13 or whatever, you know, and I just kind of, so I had to take some time off for that. And then I, I think I, I, I quite like, trying different things and doing different things. Yeah. So I, I, I never felt, I never felt 
any regret about giving up football, giving up cycling or anything like that, because I've always moved on and, and done, done something else that I've enjoyed equally as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, taking on a new challenge for me is, is, is equally as satisfying, I think. Yeah, and I I often make the joke of on here when I talk about my, my when I was in fo- into football. Yeah, and um, my my I learned like my mind became curious because I don't mean to be I, I I'm sort of still into football, but I also like yeah. sort of make the joke of when I see footballers talking interviews and stuff and and see like how they you know are passionate about being like the top top end of footballers that you have to yeah. be kind of one dimensional. And I'm like, yeah. if you start if you start like sort of thinking about other things and stuff that you're passionate about, like you you start to like lose a little bit of like your discipline or passion to do it in the first place yeah because you, cause you, you know uh, and that potentially was kind of the process for me as well because you can't fit everything into your life you know yeah. you can't you can't you know when you're when you when you're starting out like that i think you know, if you wanted to be a professional athlete and a professional business person for example yeah. i don't think i don't think and, and also go to school right yeah, you know have uh, and have mates and, and study i don't yeah. i think like you say that there is it's a, it's a very difficult thing to try and juggle all of those things so you know, something has to something has to slip, I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Um, so yeah, it sounds very similar. I've always wondered what that thing was. I had trouble with like I don't know. Like um, this, this seems an odd question, but like, are you yeah. like, tall? Are you tall or lanky? Because like, I mean, that, no, that, that yeah, so my I, issue as well. Like, like, I, 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 like I'm six foot, so I'm not. But but I was tall. I was six foot by the time I was thirteen. You know, yeah, so yeah. I did all my I did all my growing really early and then kind of stopped. Yeah, yeah. And it, you know, the, the pain in my knee was from from growing. It was a grow. You know, it is a growing pain yeah. essentially. Yeah. And like my my um, my brother, my younger brother, he's six foot nine, and he had a lot of you know wow. he had a lot of growing pain, similar kind of things. He had the same thing with the knee, um, and a lot of you know a lot of growing complaints. So yeah, I had yeah. the same problem. I had the same problem, and my brother's taller than me as well. So that's kind of weird. We have a similar yeah. problem because yeah, yeah, I had co- I had constant like just my knee kept like sort of almost locking together it was like really really painful and yeah it sounds yeah. it probably was it probably was I, I never, I never, this, yeah. yeah i never even got it like diagnosed so yeah. like that intrigues yeah. me that probably was what i had because i yep. used to get i used to get like crippling pains even during matches where i couldn't even like move my leg and stuff it was yeah. horrible yeah could easily yeah. be that yeah all right okay fair enough that's just intrigued to know like, yeah <laughs> i had a diagnosis like 10 years yeah ago, exactly right? yeah <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't help now but hey. an un- unofficial a very yeah. a very unofficial diagnosis. A- indeed yes so um so tell me about because obviously um, if you go on David's site, which obviously I'll I'll give people links to so they can have a look, is um is it says about the fact like you now are at Pinewood Studios, is that yes. right? Yes. So, like, when did that happen? Ah, uh, about I've been at Pinewood for about six six years, I think. Okay. Um, and essentially, I it was I, the first personal training business I opened was at Pinewood, so I, oh, this right. is this is where I I have and always have run my business from. That's very fortunate. And, yeah. So b- before I was here, I worked for a private personal training studio, and I was training someone there yes. who worked at the studio. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned that I was interested in set. I mean, I was just going to set up a, a studio in my um, a PT gym in my local town or whatever. Okay. And um, but I spoke to him, and he said, "Look, essentially, you'd be able to. You know, Pinewood is a business park, and if you wanted to, you could potentially rent space at Pinewood to set up a gym." Yeah. And so it didn't take me too long to say, you know, yeah, that sounds like a great plan. Yeah. Um, so then obviously I called the property department and I, they kind of found a, a you know, somewhat suitable space. I mean, yeah. it was suitable. It was suitable to an extent. It was an old squash court. So it was, right. you know, it, it had seen fitness before. And that was the only kind of suitability. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no showers, no changing rooms, nothing like that. It, you know, we had to use one sort of like halfway, you know, halfway across the studio. But yeah. I made it work, and I, I ran it in that space for um, for you know for a couple of years before I expanded to a 
to a bigger space and I'm in my third space now at Pinewood. So expanded again um, about a year ago here. So offering, you know, more services and stuff like that. Yeah. So my, my kind of whole, my whole um, personal training business has always been based out of here. Wow, that's really fortunate. So um, how did you end up like sort of being around Pinewood in the first place? Was it just people you knew? Yeah, so literally it's just the person that I the person that I was training had had contacts with the property department here, and that was that was that. Oh, wow, um, so it was, you know, I didn't I didn't know anyone in the industry or, or anything like that. It was just a case of, you know, someone told me that I I could rent space here, and that yeah. was that sounded like a good idea to me, you know. So it was obviously the in, with the intent of so that did did when you kind of because my reaction to that obviously I now know what's happened to you but like was the mm. was the thought of the time that you were thinking oh if I it's like seems like it was all about the opportunity as opposed to it wasn't an ideal space but it's like oh I have the opportunity to potentially like train actors and people that come here I mean to be honest I mm. I I didn't even see that as realistic at the time I would say like I didn't even see that as something. You know, obviously, I, 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 I do remember joking with my friend, you know, joking with friends when I opened it, saying, oh, you know, because I think we'd seen a couple of films come out, whatever, and you kind of say, oh, imagine training so-and-so. But I think that was kind of as far as I took that. Um, it wasn't until I'd actually been here for a little while. Is it on? Are you sick? Still right? Oh, yeah, sorry, I just put my microphone down for a second. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. I, I just thought I'd lost a signal. But, yeah, so it wasn't, it wasn't until... Um, I'd been here for a little while that I sort of even saw that as a possibility. And, but, but then once I did, then I, you know, it was kind of, I could see, I could see the kind of the root of how I could potentially get into it. All right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's honest of you and quite interesting because yeah, it is one of these things like when I started this podcast, three and a half years ago or whatever it was yeah. but I never envisaged that I guess some of the people that I ended up getting on because you don't think no. that far ahead you just think oh, no, I'm going to do it and see what happens um, I just need I just needed to earn some money like yeah. <laughs> to be honest like and I didn't I didn't really mind where it was coming from whether it was coming from an actor or from anyone like I just needed to have a job you know that was really that was about as far as I was thinking in advance at that point yeah. in time so I mean would it because I mean I imagine, and correct me, I mean, it seems obvious to say that your business is not necessarily defined by just you being hired, hired by a studio or an individual actor. That, As you say, that you, I guess your core business is from, like, sort of, you know, every, and every, everyday people. Would that be fair? Yeah, it is, yeah. I mean, so, you know, my core business has kind of fluctuated throughout the years. So, you know, when I, when I started, my core business was obviously people that worked at the studio, um, you know, local people to Pinewood as well, so people in the local area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I start getting, you know, and then I started, but then I actually, I have other trainers that work with me at the studio as well. So that's yeah. part of, that's part, you know, although that's their, you know, it's their own kind of little personal training businesses, it's, it's still part of my business as well. Mm-hmm. So there's that side of things, and obviously the gym as well. So there's always been the element of just working with people who work at the studio, people that work in the local area. And that's that's never gone away, even throughout the whole the whole kind of, training actors and stuff like that yeah, yeah. obviously then I, I personally my personal time then was started transitioning more to training actors mm-hmm. and so I, i've been doing that for, you know like myself full-time for about uh, four years five years you know four and a half years and um you know so there's that is taken up a lot of my time in the last four and a half years because you know there's been some years where i've been abroad for 11 11 months of the year yeah, you know yeah. training training people so that's been a big part of it and then along the way we've we uh, you know i've i've started offering online training which yeah. has become which has become the kind of the biggest section of the business now because you can you can sort of reach you can reach the most amount of people yeah yeah and um you know and therefore and, and you know therefore it becomes quite a large part of the business 
also it'd also be fair to say that it's accessibility as well because it then people can I guess because when you say online is it like online videos and tutoring and stuff like that? yeah so you know, I mean the, the, you know the, the way it works is people sign up to they do a questionnaire um, once they so they they they, they buy into a, the twelve week plan. Um, they, they'll fill out a questionnaire, and then I'll get the results of that. From that, I assess, you know, I assess them, assess their goals, and then I'll design a, a custom training and food plan to make them reach their goals within the 12 weeks. Okay. And so, you know, the reason that works so well is, for one, I can do that from any, anywhere in the world. So it doesn't matter if I'm in New York, Australia. It doesn't matter. I can, I can still, as long as I can get my emails, I can yeah, train yeah. these. I can still train these people. And um, you know, so that that sort of, you know. That's that's the process, and the, you know the reason the reason why it can it can work on a kind of larger scale mm-hmm. is because, like you say, it's, people can access it from anywhere in the world as well. So people don't need to be in a in a three mile radius of Pinewood then to work with me. So it, it yeah. opens up that opportunity in that sense. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, that must have um, really helped your business considering, you know, as you say, if you're on because. Um, I mean, this leads a nice transition to, because you touched on the the film work you've done, because when you say, like, going away from, like, 11 months, uh, um, that intrigued me, because I've always thought, oh, one of the questions I was going to ask you was, so do you literally, from the day of shooting till the end, have you been on a film set the entire time? It sounds like that's true. Yeah, I mean, I'll get hired onto a film set four months before they start filming a film sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah, because they're training them, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, you know, I might have seven, eight months on one job, and that might be, the whole thing might be abroad, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's been, there's been, um, you know, and and obviously, so, you know, a a little bit more about how the transition happened. So I I went from training kind of doing 50 sessions a week as a busy personal training, you know, I do 50 hours of PT a week, and then I, 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 and then I went to doing one hour a day training actors. Yeah. Right, because you might only if I'm working with one actor on a film, I'm only going to train them for an hour a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm in New York or if I'm in wherever, I can't I can't then do more hours of personal training. So yeah, that's where online came. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's so that's why it fitted so perfectly because it, I still have the time to do it, and I still have the the want you know that I still have that want to help you know to help people help, get the results that mm-hmm. I've always had. So I kind of when I was just doing one hour a day, I didn't feel that was enough. You know, I wanted to do more. So, you know, that's where that's that's where that came into it. And yeah. but yeah, there, there have been you know there have been periods where I've been away for yeah, you know, eight months and you know straight in you know Atlanta and Canada and you know all over the place really. Yeah, yeah. So um, in terms of when. Because this always is the this is the area that I'm like most fascinated in because I've always been intrigued by like how you know people like actors transform into roles especially yeah. when they start from like a really you know moderately muscular person to you know mm. I mean even like Hugh Jackman went through yeah. you know, quite a big transformation but we'll get yeah, to that definitely. in a second I just wanted to ask you um so when did what was the first opportunity to work on films which what was that I, I mean I had so I had quite a few failed opportunities to work on films before Ooh. I had successes yeah you so tell. <laughs> yeah so like you know I, I went I went for you know, obviously I was at the studio and I started training the kind of people that had those kind of influences so whether they be you know first ADs on the films or whether they be producers or directors I started training those kinds of people who could who could potentially get me job interviews you know okay, so yeah. I, I interviewed for a couple of films for a big Marvel film bit one one of them you know being one of them and mm-hmm. I was, they said no, because I had no experience training actors, right? Okay. And they, you know, it won't, it's, it's, it's an industry that is hard to get into, but once you're in there, then yeah. you kind of, then, then you, I mean, it's not, you're not guaranteed work, but it's easy, once you've done a film, it's much easier to get your second film. Yeah, yeah, right? absolutely, yeah. So, I, you know, I, I was turned away several times because of my lack of experience in this particular field. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, looking back, I don't think that was, I don't, 
you know, at the time I was devastated, but now looking back, I, I think it was probably, it was fine, you know, because I, I wouldn't, I, di- I wouldn't have necessarily had all the skills that I would, that I'd need to deal with this kind of pressure and this kind of job yeah. at, at that point in time. So yeah. I think, it, I think having to wait for another year was probably the best thing for me. Yeah, yeah. That's and, def- and therefore the best thing for the people I was going to be looking after as well. Yeah, I just wanted to make a quick segue of the people we've talked to on here who have done Hollywood type things. Yeah. Um, that's so true. Like, I mean, I didn't, I, I kind of figured it was that way because as you say, it's a very sort of tight knit group of people. Um, and then in sort of general, in general terms. So like, um, you know, for example, we had a, um, a graphic designer, um, yeah. on who, Paul Gerard, who's done a lot of Hollywood concept art. And yeah. He went from just doing it as a regular job to he met he met paul anderson the director yeah and um, and then it snowballed from there because any film opportunity he got he had a frame of reference from someone who was well respected so, exactly yeah, yeah yeah and i've had exactly the same for me it's like i was in you know in hugh jackman's contract right so yeah. for him i'm in his contract so whether the film wants to hire me or not if they're going to hire him then they have <laughs> they kind of have to they have to hire me so you, you know you can, once you're into that kind of like you say that's support support network of that individual yeah then then you're going to get hired again and i'm assuming you know that but like this is obvious to say but like hugh jackman must have liked you and worked with you because absolutely he's, he's, you know yeah so i mean and, and majority of his films like even like Liz, Liz Miserable, yeah, yeah. A, it's still a very energetic role and stuff like that so yeah. you know it was still it was, it, it was still part of the story of that film his, yeah, his, exactly his, you know his body shape his body image was still part of the story for that film yeah okay so we talked about the field opportunities which was the first that said yes to you then so the first one i did full time was um snow white and the huntsman yes so i'd I'd done other i'd done bits and pieces before that so like i trained you know trained the odd the odd actor for the odd session and that kind of thing but yeah snow white and the huntsman was the first kind of full-time um full-time film position that i took yeah great so um how did that come about so that came, yeah, that came up very similar story. So I've, one of the, I was training a first AD, uh, a guy called Richard Whelan, mm-hmm. and he, he just, you know, we, we got on really well. He liked the way I trained people, and, and he he essentially got me that job. You know, mm-hmm. he you know he put my name forwards and said, "Yeah, hire this guy," and and so he yeah he got he got me that job. So I'll, I'll always be grateful <laughs> for him getting me that first one. You know. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, it's like anything. You feel the first time you do something, it's like it's a real. You feel very humble about it, and like so. I mean, obviously, yeah, because I, I remember thinking it was Chris Helmsworth was in it, wasn't it? Yeah, um, did yeah. You so work I, with him. I did. I was, but I wasn't. So I, I wasn't hired to train him. I was hired to train um, Sam Claflin, who's done really well now. He's obviously been in the Hunger Games and, yeah, and all yeah. these kind of things since. Yeah. And then another another British actor called Sam Spurrell as well. Yeah, so yeah. I was hired was hired to train those guys. But then Chris Hemsworth was obviously in town. He was at the studio. He was coming in my gym and training. And I got chatting to him. And he has got um, he's done a lot of Thai boxing in the past, right? So he's done oh, some right. um, Mai Thai. And obviously, like, I've had seven professional fights in it out in Thailand. Okay. And um, so we instantly were, like, had that as a kind of fitness training connection in that sense. So we started doing training sessions on the pads. Like, yeah. you know, um, I would train him for, for those for those sessions, which was which was great. Yeah. Um, and it was it was having his name, because then his name was on the C, on my CV, mm-hmm. which then that opened the door then, you know, to the, to the rest of the jobs, really. Yeah, because I imagine, like, as you say, if you're doing, like, sort of, I don't know, like, middle card actors or yeah. something like that, then you can go, oh, so I have helped some people, but when you yeah. get, like, the name, you know, when it's you similar get, for the podcast yeah, that we do, yeah. it's like, if you get a yeah. named person, it's like, oh, yeah. you're suddenly on the map now, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you say, you know, it doesn't matter how many people you trained, what, but, you know, it's, it's how, you know, once you get that name, 
then then you, you're fine. Then you know yeah, you're yeah. set. So I mean, I I'm I, I had to bring him up to be honest. I'll admit because I'm a huge Thor fan. Like yeah, it's like my favorite thing ever. So yeah, um, yeah. I have to ask just out of curiosity. Like is um is he as nice as he seems? Like he yes. seems incredibly uh, amazing. So he is. He's one of the best to be honest. He yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. He is. And I'm not. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> no, kidding. like I you know can't you know can't I can't you can't fault the guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, he's be nice, nice, it'd be nice like, if yeah. you could, to be honest, because he's got a lot going for him. But yeah, yeah, I know, you, yeah. Can't, you can't, you can't fault him. <laughs> we make that joke all the time. Like, not yeah. only are they like you know good looking and well presentable, but no. are nice as well. It's sickening, yeah. really. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> awesome. So, um, so in terms of like, so when did? I mean, obviously we can go into detail, but I don't. Want, I know. I know we're like we've only got like ten minutes or so left. So I wanted to ask him. So how did? When did Hugh come into the picture then? So that came like. So obviously, I, so I finished Snow White and the Huntsman, and I thought, "Cool, this is it. I'm doing it." You know, this, I'm, I'm a film trainer, mm-hmm. and then I didn't do an, I didn't do anything else for about four more months. You know, so it, it, or five months even. So it, it was a little bit of a gap between. I think I finished the, that in the summer, um, and then I was on. But then I, um, I had a out of the blue. So I was, I'd just gone back to training people at the gym again. You know, so training my normal customers again, and you know, working with the people I was working with before. Yeah. And I had a, I had a call, um, literally, and they they said, oh, we've got um, we've got an actor in today, and he'd like to come and come down and see you. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Um, and then about this was that was in the morning they called, and then in the evening they called again. Mm-hmm. It's about like eight o'clock or something, ten to eight. And they're like, oh, Hugh Jackman will be there in 10 minutes. <laughs> and I, I was like, I was, I was slightly nervous, I have to admit, you know. Um, I, was in, I was in the middle of a session at the time as well. So I, I, a guy was training a guy called Andrew, um, Andrew Palmer. And I, I said to Andrew, I was like, Andrew, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to, um, you know, cut the session in half today. He's like, how come? I'm like, uh, Hugh Jackman's coming to see me. He's like, fair enough. <laughs> not, not, not going to argue that. You know, I think he, I think he hung around as well to meet him. Actually, to be fair, so yeah, yeah. Oh, who wouldn't? Yeah, that's yeah, like exactly. a similar story too. Like, I know, like this is one of the things about when you're sort of geeky and into like a, a variety of different things. It was when we we a uh, quick story about meeting Nolan North of that. Um, yeah, Nolan North, aka if the uh, people that listen to this will probably know, but like um, in, from Uncharted fame and like the, yeah. the Jack Nicholson of voice actors. Yeah, um, and um, there was like we kept getting like you know will we meet them will we won't and like I don't know what will happen and I kept getting yes and no and yes and no and then eventually they were like oh um, uh, a person come up to us and went we've got the opportunity for you to meet Nolan North and I'm like oh great when's that happening in 10 minutes yeah I know <laughs> to be honest though yeah. it's the best it's the best way yeah because there's no like, anxiety yeah if, if they told me like Hugh Jackman's coming in two weeks yeah. I would have been nervous every day for two weeks <laughs> you know and I would have I would have over prepped it and, and it would have been a disaster yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean yeah. so Sometimes it's the perfect thing to to not know anything and just because if you know your stuff, like you, like like you, so meet, meeting him, you this is your passion, this is what you do. Yeah, so yeah. It, it, you're not gonna, you don't need to, you don't need to rehearse anything. I really you know didn't. I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's just you know exactly what you're gonna ask because this is something you, this is something you've always wanted to do, right? So it's yeah, the yeah. same for me. You know, he, he so he came in the gym and we just got talking about fitness and that was it. Yeah, you know, yeah. get talk if you get talking to me about fitness then then you know that I'm, you're going to, you know, he's, he knew that I was passionate about it. He knew that I knew what I was talking about. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, let's, we'll start tomorrow, you know, we'll start training tomorrow morning. Brilliant. <laughs> that must have been like, wow, like, what a great day, I bet. You yeah, it was. Been, you he, must have been dancing, like, around. The yeah, <laughs> I was, I was pretty, I was, yeah, I was, I was, you know, it's, it's definitely one of the highlights, you know, if not the highlight of this, of this, of this job, because it was just, felt like it was such a, such a break, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of such a positive move forwards for the business you know yeah yeah so i mean so how many films off the top of your head do you know how many people how many films do you work with them now so i've done 
I trained, so I've trained for Eddie the Eagle, for Prisoners, for Pan, for Wolverine, for X Men, um, Les Miserables. Les Miserables. Mm-hmm. I, I think. Oh, yeah, I think that's it. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so however many that was, six or seven, I think it is. Yeah, and like, I mean, what's really nice is like, I've saw the quotes that you've put on your website of just how, you know, how, you know, he seems like someone who's more than willing to give you credit for what he's been, you know, for his workload. Is that like, is that kind yeah, of... Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, it is, because, you know, the thing is, I think that, you know, you know, in the time that he trained with me, he sort of get, he got the best results he's ever had. Um, and, you know, I think he's 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 open about that and he's open about the training we did and, and everything else and you know it, it's, it's been great in that sense that that you know to have someone of that of that kind of stature complementing your training abilities you know as a trainer it, it certainly helps you know it certainly helps along the way you know when you're trying to do this for a living yeah, yeah definitely so a couple of quick questions before i let you go because I, I know we're just overpressed for time but um so I, what, all I, what, like i said earlier the one of the things that fascinated me and was one of the questions i was dying to ask you was so say like I mean I imagine Hugh before like Wolverine in particular would have already been in good shape anyway. But have you ever yeah. had, have you ever had a situation where an actor's come to you who may be like you know medium build or medium thing and they've had to really bulk up? I'm like, and if so, like I'm fascinated to know like what 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 is the like process to get them from you know point A to point B in that regard? Yeah, so I I have had that. So I've had that. You know, I've had it from both both angles, right? So we. I've had people that have needed to put on muscle really, really quickly, okay. and I've had it from people that need to lose weight really, really quickly, right? Yeah. So, you know, I, I, because because I train people for film, now I basically have to just solve problems, like that, that this actor looks like this and they need to look like that. Exactly. And so it's a case of solving a problem whichever direction it is. But so, you know, for the, for the, for the gaining muscle, it, it would depend on... You know, in, in terms, you know, it would depend on how quality the, the the mass needs to be that they gain. That they gain. So, yeah. if they need to stay really, really lean, then you have to be a little bit more careful with it. Yeah. If they, if if you know, if they're in costume the whole time, for example, then you can afford to add a, a little bit more, more body fat. Okay. And um, I remember, you know, one of the actors, I remember, you know, basically, I'd make him, you know, for lunch, he'd have like two chicken breasts. Three jacket potatoes with beans and cheese and <laughs> like you know and I, he, he he put on like two stone in in um, in like um, in fourteen weeks okay. and you know so so you know so so, so 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 you know really kind of big weight gain in that sense um, okay. and and then also you know and the training right so he's lifting heavy weights he's doing high so he's doing uh, he's doing everything he's doing everything that you can do to gain more muscle right so he's yeah. doing heavy weights he's doing lighter uh, lighter weights for um, for uh, for more reps as well, yeah. Um, and then, but uh, you know, he's not training for hours and hours because we don't want to waste too many calories. He's yep. training, the se- so the sessions are short and 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 they're not particularly intense. They are literally heavy, followed by um, high rep. Yeah. And then he's eating as much as possible um, to to ensure recovery and and, yeah. and to gain and to gain muscle. Okay. Um, on the on the other end of the spectrum, if that person is trying to lose body fat very quickly, then it's obviously you go the other way. So you go with quite a high training volume. Um, but with a relative amount of low intensity exercise, mm-hmm. and you cut you cut calories quite drastically. That makes a whole lot of sense. Like I mean, like because like, I've always thought like if I ever like generalized what I was about to like, how you would you know portray what we just were talking about. It's almost yeah. like you go you 
you know, do a lot of weights, uh, do a lot of weights, for short, short, short sessions. Yeah. And if you're trying to lose weight, it's more like sort of endurance and yeah, and exercise. Like, you know, a lot yeah. more, um, a lot more high intensity stuff. That makes a yeah. whole, like, yeah. in a very basic sense, that makes a whole exactly. Lot of sense, well, yeah, because right? you know, for gaining muscle, that's one of the biggest mistakes people make. Especially so people that find it hard to gain muscle, right? Yes. They're, they tend to train too much mm-hmm. or, or for too long, and not. So what they'll do is they'll they'll be in the gym for an hour and a half, and you know, but. A lot of the work they're doing won't be, you know, it won't be aiding them in, into gaining more muscle. It'll just right. be fatigue. It'll just be fatiguing them more and, and burning more calories. Um, you know, so for those people, often shortening the sessions and then putting an emphasis on nutrition is is really the key. The key things to look at. So interesting. That's so interesting because when you said that, I know some people who are into like you know muscular fitness and all this kind of yeah. thing and gaining muscle. And um, I've always thought when they've ever told me how long they work at it that it seems like too long. Like you know, um, they would always go, "Oh, I'll put in another session because they think that leads to more weight." And you're saying, "Yeah, that it doesn't necessarily. necessarily. No, it doesn't. It's about it's you know in, in those situations, it's about doing the, the minimum amount of work for the maximum amount of results, essentially." Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fascinating to know, and I've always wanted to know. So like. Um, so, but, but what I, 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 you know, it's not easy. Like, I'm not saying yeah, no, you should course, go. Yeah. I'm not saying you go to the gym for 20 minutes and you do just a couple of lightweights. Like, <laughs> yeah, you have, you have fine. to go really. You have to go heavy. You have to push yourself to the limit on yes. the sets. Yes, but but not for hours and hours. Yeah, that makes a to- total amount of sense. Um, so, in terms of. Um, I guess yeah. We need, uh, I guess we need to wrap this up. But um, all I wanted to ask, because I guess it makes sort of sense that being that you're on a sort of geekiest show, is that yeah. um, all the stuff that you've been involved in. I know we we never got time to talk about Assassin's Creed, but quickly, how fun! Oh was yeah, that? of course, yeah. That was one of my favorite jobs. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. Michael, Fassbender. it was pretty, yeah, fast, but yeah. So you know, working with Michael on that. So Michael, I actually I'd done some training with him before on X Men: Days of Future Past as oh, well. Yes. Oh yes, so yeah, so because I, I, yeah, I trained I trained more or less the whole cast on that. So you know, Nick yeah. Holt. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, uh, James McAvoy, mm-hmm. all these guys, and obviously uh, Michael uh, Fassbender as well. And he's a super hard-working guy. You know, he he really works hard in the gym. So it was great working with him. But just the experience of Assassin's Creed was was so much fun because of the locations it shot at. So we were out in uh, Malta and in Spain, and you know, at the stu- you know the studios as well. And it's just a really cool. You know, it's one of the, it's kind of one of the coolest projects I've done, I think. Yeah, because I wanted to ask you. I mean, obviously, like I say, being sort of a geekier show, is that you know, obviously, all the stuff you've went on like is similar to like my, I guess, what my you know company's portrayed as. So, yeah. are you actually fans of these when you got the jobs? So, I, I, I don't, I don't play, I don't play games too much, right? So, I, I used to, but I, I don't anymore. So, I'd never played, I'd never played the Assassin's Creed game before. Mm-hmm. I, I have played it since because you soon find that everyone you know plays that game like even if it's <laughs> even if it's secretly right so it seemed like i was the only person that doesn't play that game <laughs> yeah it is huge so, you know, I, I speak to people at work and they're like dads and stuff and they'll be like yeah no i play that when my kids go to bed you know so <laughs> it's, it's that kind of thing so yeah, you know yeah. and I, I, I spoke to my brother-in-law and he like he, he's like yeah i've got all of it i've got all of those games so <laughs> you know i i, I you know I, I have played it you know obviously now and you know those kind of things are I, they're not necessarily, you know, for, for, from my point of view, it's all, the fitness side of things has always been the um, my main interest. But yeah. I've, but but I also like I love cinema and I love you know films. Like yeah. even before I, probably even more so before I worked in it. But I, you know, so I, I'd always you know go to, we'd go to the cinema like once twice a week every you know we'd see all the new releases and that would be you know all of the kind of superhero films and, and everything else. So it, it was pretty cool to start working on them. You know, it was, uh, to, you know, 
because I, I remember thinking, you know, when I, when I, when we first saw that or first spoke about the kind of Hugh Jackman in in um, the Origin series Wolverine, because obviously I didn't yeah. train him for that, and it was yeah, like, yeah. Ima- you know, it's like imagine being his trainer on that film. That would have been so cool. <laughs> and then you know, however many years later, that was me doing the, yeah. the next one. So yeah, that was that was really you know special. Good way to end, like sort of dreams can come true, basically. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Um, yeah, so yeah. Um, I mean that that's super awesome and like I mean like I mean just to kind of quick segue as I'm like you know if you go I should mention you can go to davidskinsbury.co.uk but I'll obviously put a link for people to click and they can have a look for themselves and obviously check out his uh, fitness programs and stuff um is to just basically say that like you know so, like for example Les Miserables I always say to people not a huge musical fan but I love yeah. that musical yeah um, yeah so you know the stuff there's the stuff you've worked on where I'm like you know you've you've I went even I like that film so that's kind of a yeah good, you know well because we've got we've got in the gym we've got up all the the posters for all the films I've worked on which oh, is cool you know which is quite quite cool but and some of them you know some of them a lot of people haven't seen so like Prisoners for example like um, you know, a couple of trainers at the gym are like, "Oh, yeah, we have to go see that." And it's like, "Yeah, I mean, that's a super intense film." If you if you've never seen it, I have not. It's it, it, it was kind of underrated, I think, in a lot of ways. It was, it's, but it's super intense. So if you if you know, you need to be in the kind of right place mentally to watch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've just I've just I've just Wikipedia it now, and like, wow, yeah, it's got, got a lot of good people in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, some serious mm-hmm. cast in that film. Wow. Yeah. Pretty sweet. I, sh- I shall check it out. Uh, thank you for the recommendation. Yeah. Um, I like kind of. I like uh, uh, as you say, you got to be in the right frame of mind. But I do like some yeah. intense, uh, intense, yeah, intense thriller. Yeah, thriller. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, thanks so much, David. It's been a real pleasure to finally get a chance to talk to you. And um, thank you for uh, answering all the questions. I was really, I was really interesting. So thank you for the time. Yeah. No, I appreciate. I appreciate you know being on the show and everything. It's been great. Thanks very much. Um, so um, I'll end the podcast by, by obviously I'll say to people in the introduction because I do an introduction in. Um, post where I'll just basically let people know. Please go to dpin3.co.uk. Um, so you want to uh, give a quick um, mention to you know the online stuff because I guess that could get people interested. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you know if 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 people you know if 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 the listeners are interested in you know improving their health and fitness, um, then when it comes to you know getting the best out of your training, having a goal focused approach is key. So having you know the the training and nutrition tailored and focused on on your goals. Is, is, is the most important part of it. Um, if you know, if you're not eating the right number of calories for your goals, then you simply can't achieve them. So with the training plans that I offer, you know, all the training plans, all the food plans are tailored to achieving goals that, that you know, they're not, there's no guesswork. There's, you know, there's, there's nothing left to luck. It's all completely, you know, calculated and, and personalized for each person. So if you, you know, if you're looking to get in shape, then, then definitely check it out. Awesome. Fantastic. So yeah, as I said, it's davidkinsbury.co.uk. Huge thank you, David, for coming on. I've really had a great time. Um, I'll see you bye to you officially at the end. I'll just wrap things up just quickly. Perfect. To say, um, huge thank you, everyone, who is listening to the Geek Apocalypse podcast. Huge thank you to David Kingsbury for being on. I'm like, I'm grateful that we finally got the time to do this. Um, I'll say, go on his website uh, for more information about general fitness, which, you know, even if you're geeky like me and stuff, there's always time to exercise and stuff like that. So I recommend you check out David's um, tips for doing so. Um, huge thank you for everyone listening. If you're on iTunes, please do subscribe to us, but I'll end the podcast like I always end in the words of the great B movie, Robot Jocks Crash and Burn. And we'll see you very soon for another edition of the Geek Apocalypse podcast. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye.